Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. What's going on? Why are you doing that? I guess we should just go with it. must have been like, what the hell is going on? Has he finally lost his mind? And I would say, finally, I've already been there for quite some time now. No, that was just uh, something that came out spontaneously. I was thinking of Modest Mouse today. That was a Modest Mouse song. That wasn't me. I'm not that cool. I was just playing with an old song from their album, The Moon and Antarctica, which is a great, it's hard to say, try saying that twice. Try saying it once. One of my favorite albums of theirs, one of their older school albums. But if you don't know Modest Mouse, he don't know Modest Mouse, you should check them out because they're one of my all-time favorite bands. And if you're listening, Modest Mouse, please don't sue me because I own all your albums. I've been to like three of your shows. I promise I've paid it. I've already paid it, paid in full. But I love that song. And sometimes, you know, you just got to fuck around to get yourself into the mood to do the podcast. And that was just a little tribute to Tiny Cities Made of Ashes. So check it out if you get a chance. But this is not a Modest Mouse promotional episode, even though that would be fun. This is just devoted to Modest Mouse song. My favorite Modest Mouse song I first heard in college when I was tripping balls. (laughs) Is that true? I guess you'll never know. But anyway, we are moving on to something a little more art world friendly. And that is creating a mood or even a series of works that have a mood. 
And yes, I am also tying that back to the moon in Antarctica, 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 the moon. (laughs) I'm going to stop saying that name. That album from Modest Mouse, because not only did it inspire the intro to this episode today, but it inspired a mood. I actually put them on one of my stories on Instagram today to kind of set a mood for a piece or a diptych that I was selling. And it just sparked me thinking a little bit about mood in your work and creating a mood. And I know a lot of people don't create the same style pieces all the way through. Like I don't. I've switched styles, not many times, but I've switched major styles a few times and I have sub-genres in my work. But I like to work with series. I'll do a series of like 30, 40 pieces. Like I'm doing this plexiglass series and it's one of my best sellers and it's something that I love to do and I love to create a mood with that. And I do that with other things. Like I just did a series about my dealing with pain and dealing with chronic pain and it all has that similar flavor and style to it and it exists as its own series, even though it's about five or six pieces, but They all can stand on their own, just like a song on an album can stand on its own. But if you play it as a whole, it really has like this story arc. Like the moon in Antarctica is such a great example of that with all of their, it's like the cold part of the world. Like so long to this cold, cold part of the world. They have all these kind of eerie, ethereal, cosmic pieces. And it's really dark, but there's also some beauty in it, but it has a very strong mood, the entire album. And they don't do that all the time. Modest Mouse doesn't do that all the time. And I don't do that all the time in my own work. But every once in a while, it's really fun to just delve into a series where you're like exploring an emotion or exploring some pain or exploring something that happened to you when you were younger or exploring just something you're infatuated with. Maybe you're infatuated right now with black holes, you know? Maybe that's something that you're interested in and the cosmos and galaxies and stuff like that. Well, you can really explore that in your work. Or maybe you're inspired by death right now or it's something that's, you know, you're something that's on your mind and you want to delve deeper into that. Or maybe you want to explore joy or, you know, memories as a child and nostalgia Whatever it is, you can kind of explore that in a series and it can be a through line of all your work and something that ties all these pieces together. There can be variation in the series, but it's imbued or it's infused with this underlying feeling or mood. And that can be powerful when it's done correctly. And I think this is something as creators, when we get further along in our career, it's like, yeah, okay, I've created hundreds of pieces now. For example, I've created over a thousand original paintings in my career already, and I've got a lot left in me. And you can't just keep painting different things every time. It starts to get a little all over the place. Like you want to start to hone in on a certain concept. You want to start honing in on a mood or a feeling or start breaking things up into series because that's where you start to find the subtlety and the variation in just one concept or one mood or one genre or one atmosphere, whatever you want to call it. It's very interesting how you can just zero in on it. And like my professor used to say, you know, and he was right. Like if you want to create a theme or you want to create a body of work, you'd think, well, it's a body of work. It's got to be broad. Actually, you can hone it in 
to something small. And that, in a weird way, opens up a whole nother universe in that theme. You can just find all these little subtle variations and all these really interesting tidbits that you they can take you in so many different directions. I've done that. Sometimes it's just like a certain brush stroke or a tool that I'm using that I found that will spark like, oh, that's cool. I should explore that a little bit more. And then I'll knock off like five or 10 of those. And, and then sometimes it becomes a whole new subgenre of styles that I do. Uh, and that's great. And that's what we should be doing after we start to get a little further in on our practice. And I think that's interesting for people too. I think people like to see, we all like stories because they have a beginning and a middle and an end. Our brain just kind of latches onto that because we like to see that arc or we like to see something we recognize. For example, if we're watching stand-up comedy, the stand-up comic will typically do a callback at some point to something. Something that they established early on that maybe the audience was like, mm, what's that? Or they like chuckled at. And then they'll bring it all the way back and loop it back at the very end of the show and reference it. And everybody is like, oh my God, I recognize that. We, our brains just like to make those connections. And I think it's the same thing with these bodies of work. I think people like to see in a solo show, for example, creating a whole body of work that is cohesive is very interesting. And that's something that we've been exploring a lot at Shockbox with a lot of artists, just creating a whole body of work. I've done solo shows where I've done you know, an amalgamation of a lot of different styles and subgenres, and that can work too. But creating just one cohesive body of work for a show, it's like getting people into that atmosphere or that headspace that you were in when you created it. It's really interesting. And then they can also explore all the little details within that one mood or style. It's very interesting. And then when you talk about it too, you can really dive deep when you're giving a talk about the body of work. And that's also very fun and interesting. And these series can come from a lot of different places. I know for me, for example, I got into picking up pieces of wood and pieces of like old desks and furniture on the streets of Los Angeles and turning those into pieces of work and turning them into bodies of work and turning them into series. And a lot of those series were tied in with climate change and what I can do to kind of contribute to neutralizing my carbon footprint as a person, as a human being, and in my work, and it even went a step further to have a theme that was a lot about climate change. Or at the beginning, I was doing a lot of stuff with the oceans and the sea rising and flooding and a lot of that stuff. So it was a multi-layered series on the same theme. So it's really cool. We can have series and we can have moods in our work inspired by many different things or inspired from many different sources like materials for example. It can just be a material that sparks the thought or sparks an idea for an entire series. And that series can take on a different mood based on the material, like I was just saying. It can be inspired by your own emotions and moods. It can be inspired by something that happened to you. It can be inspired by a personal experience. It can be inspired by watching the news or watching a movie. I get a lot of ideas from movies. I get so many ideas from songs and from musicians. That's just one thing. It's just endless. I could really work my whole career just being inspired by Modest Mouse songs, for example. And that's just zeroing in on something and exploring all these things. Because each song, for example, in a Modest Mouse album has its own inspiration. Even though it can be part of a larger overall theme, each song has its own inspiration, has its own little details that can spark other ideas. So I just 
want to challenge you to find inspiration from really digging deep on something, on a theme. It could be a book. It could be poetry. I get a lot of inspiration from Bukowski, but it could be anybody. It could be Virginia Woolf. It could be Hafiz. It could be anybody. And there's so much there. And it's fun to sometimes just narrow our focus down from, because I think we're so bombarded by all this information coming at us from all angles. It's like, oh, it's coming from the computer and the TV and from outside and from our friends and from social media. Just shut everything up for a minute and really focus in on something. That's a fun challenge for us all, and myself included. Sometimes I forget, and I would like to get back to that. But I think you'll find that you can create a really cool mood in your work and a really cool body of work by just exploring these ideas a little deeper. So that's it for today. Just kind of a short one. And coming off of a really fun interview with the CEO of ArtFinder last week. So if you haven't heard that, check it out. It's Michal Stenzny, the CEO of ArtFinder. He was wonderful and very open and a very conscious person. I really love what ArtFinder is doing. So check out that episode from last week. And I've got more good interviews coming up with some other really big people that I've been working on. And yeah, I wanted to give a little bit of a creative process episode, talk about, you know, digging deep in our work. And it's not always easy to talk about the creative process on a podcast, but this is something I think that is a challenge for me. And it's fun. It's fun to really think about where the source of our inspiration and where the source of these moody works and series come from. So take this and run with it. I'd love to see what you come up with. But that's it for today. Have a great week. Be good to each other. And I'm going to leave you with, you guessed it, another Maddest Mouse song from the same album. The Moon and... That was a good way to not have to say the name. Anyway, enjoy. And thank you for indulging me one time as I break out the guitar and send us all back to our college dorm rooms with a little bit of out of tune guitar, a little bit of whistling, a little bit of singing, and a little bit of the truth. See y'all next time. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, 
please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.